You're all out there trying to figure out how to make a sure thing. How to decide if music is good or bad. I can't tell you why a piece of music is, music is good, but I know it when I hear it. Welcome to the Pioneer Theatre Podcast. I'm Matthew Evan Bennett, your host for this podcast series, giving you a backstage look at our shows. Right now you're hearing audio from our boardroom where actors are working on a brand new piece called Requiem for August Moon by Elizabeth Gregory Wilder. It's the first in line for this year's play-by-play reading series and has performances this Friday, November 12th, and a matinee and evening performance on Saturday, November 13th at the Utah Museum of Fine Arts. Here's me and Miss Wilder. Um, I actually grew up on a houseboat in Alabama, and I think that Southern storytelling tradition was something that influenced me at a very early age. Um, I remember sitting at the feet of my grandmother and her sisters and my great-grandmother um, during cocktail hour, which was sort of a, a religious experience at our, at our house, um, listening to them tell stories. And I think that that's really, that's really where I became a storyteller. And um, I, I ended up moving to New York when I was about 16, and I had a chance to see a play at the Young Playwrights Festival at the Public Theater, and Wendy Wasserstein was there, and I ran up to her afterward and sort of spewed forth all of this, you know, 17-year-old enthusiasm, and she said, you should go home and write a play. (laughs) And so I did, and I submitted it to the Young Playwrights Festival, and it didn't win, but it was really sort of my first taste of playwriting and storytelling and how to take storytelling and theater and combine them into um, a form that I really grew to love. And um, so I've really been writing ever since. Clearly you like titles. So adolescent, uh, (laughs) Tales of an Adolescent Fruit Fly, Requiem for August Moon. In the case of the latter, which came first? Do Do you pick titles and then... You know, I really like to have a title before I start to write. I feel like it's a really kind of driving force of a play, and it, it, and it bothers me when I don't have a title. I feel like a good title is a double entendre, if not a triple entendre. I think that's the case with A Requiem for August Moon, um, and even my first little play. So I, I find also that in some ways it sort of sums up the play. So it's, it's sort of like a guidepost when I start writing. So Simon, your protagonist in the play, is looking for the mathematically perfect song. And I just wonder, is that rooted in you? Where did that come from? Well, um, it, it started when I, I read a story about these mathematical algorithms for predicting hit songs. And I thought it was sort of a, a curious marriage of art and science. And, um, and that was particularly interesting to me, and I sort of filed it away for a while. I think there's something interesting about whether or not we can create a formula for creating art, because I think art is something that is so inherently organic and such a part of who we are as artists yeah. that you can't manipulate that too much or you lose a lot of the soul and spirit of what you're trying to do. How does Requiem for August Moon fit into the rest of your work? Well, it's kind of interesting. Um, I've, I've worked a lot at the Alabama Shakespeare Festival. I'm an Alabama native. And um, as a result of that relationship, a lot of my work has been very much rooted in the Southern experience. Um, both historically and sort of the modern Southern experience. So I felt like I had um, 
you know, I enjoyed writing those plays and I enjoy writing about the South and about that history and it's a huge part of who I am. Um, but I think when I started working on this, I was really excited to have a chance to write about a very different world and a very different group of people and uh, a completely different language in, in a lot of ways. Um, so it's, it is a little bit different. You know, I think a lot of people think of me as a Southern writer, but really only about half of my work is, is Southern. So, um, so this was a fun departure for me at a time when I really needed to kind of spread my wings a little bit. Was there a formative mixtape in your life and what was on it? And who gave it to you? You know, it's funny because I've I've ended up working on a couple of projects um, that are very musically based, not musicals, but musically based. And um, it seems really ironic to me because I was the biggest musical theater nerd in, in high school and even probably through college. Um, so I feel like I've had to go and rediscover all of this music that everyone else was listening to when they were 16 or 19 or 21 that I kind of missed out on. What do you want the audience to feel when they're watching your play unfold? Well, I think it's a play that, that is about so much more than simply music and art and the relationship between art and science. Um, it's, I think at its, its heart, it's about relationships and um, the delicate balance of the relationships that we all have, our interpersonal relationships. I think to a certain extent it's about um, when we hold on to these ideas of perfection, whether it's in our work or in, it's in our personal life, and, and when you need to let that go. Elizabeth Gregory Wilder, thanks for doing this. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the fourth episode of the PTC Pre-Show podcast for Requiem for August Moon. For tickets, call 801-581-6961. The play-by-play reading series is supported by the Byerly Endowment, and for Requiem for August Moon specifically, Lee and Audrey Holler. You can find this podcast on our website, pioneertheater.org. We hope you enjoy the 16-17 season. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at marketing at ptc.utah.edu.